share a devotion out of First John, the first four verses, the introduction of First John. So if you have your Bible, you can open it up to First John, and I will read it for us. And I'm reading ESV, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with the Father, and was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with the, His Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. How is your fellowship with God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son at this stage in your life? Do you feel the... A joy to have fellowship with God, with His Son Jesus, and with others uh, in the community of faith that you are part of. The Apostle John, he's known as the Apostle of Love, for he himself called, uh, he called himself uh, the one who loved uh, by Jesus in the Gospel of John. And he, he, he loved Christ. And even at his old age, which we believe uh, this episode, the episode of 1 John was written when he was at his old age, he continued to share who Jesus is and the fellowship that he had with Jesus, with God the Father, to the people that God has put um, in his life. Now we are going to what we're going to do today. Uh, I'm we are going to I'm going to invite all of us to um, meditate on this four verses, the beginning of First John, and to get into the mind of uh, the Apostle John and what he wanted to communicate to us. Um, so let's look at for verse one. That which was from the beginning, when we read that, when I read it, I immediately think about um, the Gospel of John, the, the introduction. In the beginning, there was Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, the beginning. Um, it's the same word in Greek. So beginning, he said that is is from the beginning. Um, uh, Jesus was with God in the beginning, before the existence of this physical world. That's where Jesus came from, the beginning. Uh, he was the only human being that came from the beginning. All of us came from nothing. Um, but Jesus, he was with God the Father since the beginning, the eternity past 
Christ was with God. So just think about the fact that the beginning, uh, Christ, I think John was trying to, in, in, just in the beginning of this letter, he's trying to share with us, or uh, the readers of the letter, who Christ is. So he said he, that which was from the beginning, and then he's continued to say which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, and which we have looked upon, and have touched with our hands. And he mentioned three senses. The eyesight, we, we, he, could, uh, he, he used the word we. I think he's trying to portray the fact that it, it was not just John, but others have experienced the same thing, which is they have seen Jesus, the physical uh, human being, Jesus, and they have touched him, and they have heard his words. And um, so he mentioned these three senses, I think is to tell us that Jesus was really in a bodily form when he was incarnated on this earth. Uh, a real human being that can be seen and can be touched and can be heard. Um, the background uh, of this is John, as we read this letter, he mentioned other uh, heresies. Uh, he mentioned Antichrist. Um, so apparently there were uh, even at that early stage in, in the church, there were heresies and teachings that taught about the person and the work of Christ that is not true. And they were teaching that Christ was not a truly human. He, was, he appeared to be human, but he was not really human. So John mentioned that, oh, we have seen him, we have touch him, he had hurt him. He's truly God, for, uh, and he's God, he's son of God, and he's, he's the, th the second person of the triumph God, who was in eternity past in the beginning with God, and he, he came on this earth. This is like this is the same image as the Gospel of John in the beginning. He came into this earth as a real human being. I think that's what he is trying to tell us. And then the third thing that I, I notice in verse 1 is the word of life. Uh, he's telling us that the one from the beginning is the word of life. What does it mean by will of life? We understand um, what it means by being a person. Uh, we understand what it means by being a spirit. But being the word of life, that is puzzle. What does it mean that the Christ is, is the word of life? Does it mean a, a word? How can a person or God as the Son of God is equivalent to word. In this, in this case, it's like logos. It's word. How, how can it be? I, think, I don't think John is saying that you know, Jesus Christ is the ink, uh, the letters 
written by ink on a piece of paper. He is the word, uh, the, this word of life. Uh, Jesus Christ is the creator of all life. He is the source of all life. In his first coming, he came to give life, eternal life to us. And, 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 uh, and also in, in, in Revelation, which was also written by Apostle of John, mentioned that in chapter 19, 13, Jesus was the word of God. And that was a reference to his second coming where in the first coming, Jesus came to bring eternal life. But on the second coming, he came to bring judgment to this world. And just the fact that Christ is called the word of life, uh, hard for us to think, why, why is God the Son called the word of life? I think the word of life tells us this uniqueness of Christ. He is uh, we, we read the Bible as the Word of God, but the Word of God truly wanna, is pointing us to this Word of life. This, this Word, not just Word on paper, but God the Son, the Word of life. And then verse 2, it, it says that the life was made manifest, and we have seen it and testified and proclaimed to you the eternal life, which was with God and was made manifest to us. This verse starts with uh, was made manifest and ends with was made manifest is like a blanket. And it tells us that um, this life was revealed to us. I, I think this uh, John is trying to tell us God chose to reveal Jesus to us. If God did not reveal Jesus, the word of life to us, we would have no way to know him and we would have no salvation and we will have spent eternity in damnation and God in his grace he chose to reveal to manifest his son to us and the way he chose is to send his son in the real human being incarnate in flesh in, in time and space to testify to, to, to show us who God is. And uh, John says this, uh, he, uh, he, have, he, he repeats this again, it seems like. He, he's, we have seen it, we have and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life. Do you notice this I, when you read this? I, I don't know whether, whether when you read First John you notice this. When I read, read, read this, um, it struck me, it says that, this in verse 2, it says that uh, we have seen it, uh, here we have seen the word of life, and we have testified it, and we have um, proclaimed to you the eternal life. And it seems like John is equating the word of life, which is Jesus, a reference to Jesus, to eternal life. He's saying that Christ is eternal life. I don't know how many of us uh, think this way. Jesus Christ is eternal life. When God gives us eternal life, most of us think about our life uh, 
escape from uh, hell, eternal damnation. We get eternal life with God. But um, it's more than that. When God gives us eternal life, He gives us Jesus, His Son. Because John says that we testify it and we proclaim to you the eternal life. And then, his, and then he support that by saying that which was with the Father. The eternal life's life was with the Father. Wow, what a revelation. The, the eternal life that we receive uh, is more than just eternal life for us. It's we have received Christ, the eternal life. And, and, and when I see God, when he gives us uh, eternal life, he, he really meant, meant he gave us his son, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, the word of life. And, and we notice that this eternal life was, was with Christ in the beginning. And now we are sharing this eternal life with God because God has given this eternal life for, to us. What an amazing gospel. And, and let's go to the last two verses. Verse 3 says, That which we have seen and heard and proclaimed, as you notice, this is like the third time that he mentioned this. We have seen. He is, like, he is emphasizing and re-emphasizing that we, we truly have seen Jesus, um, we, he is real. He truly came on this earth. This is not a myth. He is not, he did not just, he, is, he was not appear to be like man, which was the heresies that was taught by the Gnostics and Antichrists. Uh, he truly is a human being just like us. And, and then he said, we proclaim and if you notice that he mentioned it a few times, in verse 2, he said, we testify. Uh, now he, we proclaim. John, who he was known as the apostle of love, he is just amazed by how much Christ loved him because he, he, he mentioned that in, in the Gospel of John. He was, the, he was the one who loved by Christ. And he wants to proclaim that. He wants to proclaim the love of Christ to him. And the, uh, my question to you, brothers, do you have fellowship with Christ? And do you feel the love of Christ in your life? In such a way that you are filled with joy and passion to want to share Christ and proclaim Christ to people in your life? I hope this encourages us to, to do that. Let's continue to read uh, verse 3 and see what can we glance from, uh, from that. And he says that, So that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship with, is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. And this is this word that, um, that we are all familiar with, the fellowship. This, this is a special, special a privilege only for those who are in Christ, who knows Christ. Uh, this is a kind of Christian fellowship, kionia, it's the Greek word. Fellowship uh, and, and, and with God 
and with his son Jesus Christ is the privilege that we receive. And John wanted to share this fellowship with his readers, uh, which apparently, if we read the the epistle, First John, his readers are believers already. He would urge the people to love other Christians, things like that. So apparently there were believers, but John still wants them to to have greater fellowship uh, with God the Father and with Jesus Christ. And, and he wanted to share that. I hope this encourages us to, to really treasure our time with God, our fellowship, our kionia with God and, and Jesus Christ in our private devotional time. I treasure my devotional time with God very much. I wake up, uh, not, not to brag, just as a way to encouragement. Uh, I've been spending time with God every day uh, at 5 a.m. I start my day at 5 a.m. to spend time with God, to, to have fellowship with Him and His Son, Jesus Christ. And this is a time that I, I, I put the highest priority in my life. I want to make sure I keep that time, the fellowship time that uh, with, with God, in His Word, in the Spirit, and in, in Psalms, to worship Him, to, to meditate on His Word. Um, and, and John had this fellowship that he treasures so much and he wanted to share with others. And then he said, verse 4, is, uh, he said that we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. And he mentioned this joy it seems like John has this amazing fellowship with God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ that he, he wanted to share this precious fellowship. Uh, he wanted to share who Christ is. Uh, he has touched Jesus Christ. He has heard Him spoke. Uh, he had uh, saw, uh, seen Him and he wanted to share Christ, who Christ was, and he wanted to share this special fellowship with his readers. And he, he said that if, so that his joy, our joy, maybe he's relating to others who have the same experience, may be complete. So he wants other, others who, who read these letters to have the same kind of intimate fellowship with God the Father and the Son, when he see others have this fellowship, his joy or their joy uh, would be complete. Well, brothers, this is uh, in conclusion. I hope this uh, devotion will, will encourage uh, all of us to spend time, intimate time, uh, fellowshipping with God the Father, our Lord, you know, and our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is from the beginning, who uh, God chose to reveal Himself through His sons in time and space, in a real Christ was incarnated, uh, was, uh, He was a real human being in a bodily form who dwelt among people, human, among men. Since 2,000 years ago, people like Apostle John and others, and throughout the 2,000 years of church history, uh, believers have enjoyed this intimate fellowship with God and His Son. 
And I hope this devotion encourages you to uh, one to have the same kind of fellowship with God and His Son, and then you will feel the same passion and same love as John did to to want to share this fellowship with other people, with people that God has put you uh, in in this stage in your life. Um, let us pray. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We praise you. Thank you for revealing your Son to us. Thank you that you have, gives, you have given us uh, eternal life. And not just a life uh, that is eternity with you, but the eternal life. You have given us your Son, Jesus Christ, who was with you from the beginning. Uh, we thank you for your word. Thank you that we uh, uh, do not need to walk uh, without aims and without guidance. And thank you for guiding us uh, with your word and the spirit. I pray that as we live our life daily, uh, we will uh, treasure our fellowship with you and with others uh, in, the, in the church. Uh, so that uh, our joy may be complete and so that you will be delighted in in our fellowship among others and, and our fellowship with you. We pray this in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.